0: This is the Dan and Christy Podcast. Dan and Christy.
1: The McNugget Buddies are back at Macca's in the limited edition Kerwin Frostbox. Get ready to wiggle. Isn't this beautiful news that the Red Wiggle, not Murray, but Katarina, the new Red Wiggle uh, announced in 2021, she is pregnant, right? But she's not only pregnant, she's pregnant with identical twin girls, which is doubly exciting. But what an incredible success story. She did this via IVF and she did it by herself so she had an anonymous donor um katarina said that she's overwhelmed with joy she always wanted to be a mom and she went through a few um well well, quite a lot of fertility struggles Mm -hmm. um and a few ivf rounds as well and then you know here she is and she's got twins so yeah and
2: she made the special announcement in the wiggly way
1: hey everyone i've got some exciting news to share with you all i'm pregnant
0: with twin girls I'm due later in the year, but I wanted to share this news with you now, as I'll be seeing many of you at the upcoming Wiggle shows. And as you can see, my girls are already starting to make an appearance. My two little miracles are a result of a long journey through IVF and an anonymous donor from my fertility clinic. I'm so excited
2: for the adventure ahead and I can't wait to be a mum. Oh, isn't that beautiful?
1: I am so stoked to hear that. Mm -hmm. And I'm stoked to hear that not just because she's pregnant, but I love that she, because she didn't have to do this, I actually really love that she openly talks about IVF. Like, Mm -hmm. I know that from someone who's gone through this myself, like a lot of women out there and men couples out there or maybe single people have, Mm -hmm. when you hear people um, in the media talk about going through IVF, you really do actually know that you're not alone because when you go through it, it does mm-hmm. feel like you're alone. And when you don't get a positive result, you honestly just think to yourself, "Now nah, it's never going to happen, never going to have kids, never going to have the baby that I want. Why? Yeah. Why wasn't it successful? Like, all these things go through your mind and you have to get the strength to go through it again. And yeah. she's done this by herself, you, you know? Because
2: like, fertility clinics, and she had to get a donor, but, like, you have yeah. to get a lot of needles the whole time and it's just a struggle the whole time. It's, it's a real journey and it costs a lot of money too.
1: Yeah, no, it really mm. does. It costs an absolute bomb. And at the mm. time when you're doing it, when you're just trying to scramble together and make it work, you just think to yourself, it's worth every cent. Mm. Like, this is something that you just can't put a price on because you can't. Mm. You know, you joke about how stressful having kids and of course it is and we will never say otherwise but that doesn't negate you you want to have motherhood or parenthood or fatherhood or anything like that you know it's a beautiful thing and and I'm so glad that she did mention how it happened because she didn't have to it's not about business but it yeah. is nice that I think she just really normalized it and humanized it she, she just showed so many people hey mm. happened to me and you know she and not to talk about age but she's in her early 40s and then yeah. there is a struggle as you get older and you do think oh it's not mm. going to happen. But she's got two little girls. Congratulations!
2: You know? So much joy, and already adding to the Wiggles. There's about fourteen or fifteen <laughs> of them now. A couple of new hot potatoes. One more of. Do you still use cash? Because I want to know this because yesterday I needed cash for the first time in a very long time. Usually I just do digital transactions. I find it easier. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're living in a cashless society. It's 2024. But yesterday you need cash when you're buying something from Facebook Marketplace, don't you?
1: Yes, you do. Because mm. you know what? You just would never trust it. If someone said, I'll oh, bank transfer, or I'll oh, just give me a BSB, I would People even if reluctant. they were legit and mm-hmm. they... I just
2: wouldn't do it. Cash only. They want cashies. Uh, yes. And finding cash is the absolute worst. What were you
1: buying on Marketplace? Well, not uh, my treadmill, by the sounds it of
2: it. It wasn't clearly. your treadmill. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, my uh, sister-in-law wants to buy that. So you've got that. Uh, cash, cash only, cash Aaron. Cash only, Aaron. <laughs> uh, But Facebook Marketplace, I wanted a digital SLR because I'm going to go on holidays. I'm going to go to Scotland for the Edinburgh Fringe in yes. August. And I've had back and forth dialogue, as you do on Marketplace, because you have a chat to the person. And I kept on just not turning up due to work. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) Because I'm like, oh yeah, I'll be I'll be around like uh, you know midday, like that kind of thing, and I never finish at midday, so she wanted it. 125 bucks, and I said yesterday, "Hey, I could probably be there after midday." And then again, I just was no stuck show. at work. I was a no-show, and then I said, "Look, 4 p.m., I'll come around with 125 bucks." That denomination absolutely sucks. 125.
1: You can't do it. You've mm. got to do 120 or 140. Mm. Clearly, you're not going to go the extra 15 bucks. Why didn't you just take 120? And who's got coins these days? Yeah, all exactly. Cash?
2: And and I had the girls too, so uh, I tried to get cash out from an ATM. I had to pull over to the side of the road. And tried to get cash, and my car just didn't work because there was so no money,
1: or just because there's you no just money cut? in there.
2: Because <laughs> obviously the ATM didn't work. I'm like, and it's Sucks. hard to find an ATM now. You, back in the day, they were everywhere. So I pull up to a servo, and kid kids have wrap bags in the back, and they said they only do a hundred. So oh. I'm like, uh, can I just get double the cash out? And he goes, mate, that just that just you know defeats the purpose of why the, we do this.
1: Go-
2: <laughs> yeah, yes. like, oh. he talks you out of it. All right, so I've got to go find. <laughs> Another ATM, so I've done that. I've gone to the supermarket down the road. They have an ATM, but uh-huh. it takes about ten minutes to actually get my card in and for my card to actually come out. For whatever reason, they charge me three dollars too. So one, oh, and, so I've got a hundred now, and then I've got another forty out. So that means I have to go get change. So I'm like, oh, I've got to go break this 20 now. So to get the $5 note I need, this is a pain. This is like half an hour at this stage. I go to the discount store. They, I buy a drink. The kids are also with me. They want lollies. So this uh, also mm. adds time. Yep, they,
1: and you lose money and blah, blah, blah. And then I beep through
2: security. So they had to get security <laughs> onto me because the alarm went off because my wallet makes a beep and I don't know what. And I showed them it's my wallet. I'm like, oh, I've got a key card in there. It always beeps every time we go through this. Finally, I've got my 125 bucks. This is about 430 dirty now, and I turn up and it's absolutely the worst camera I've ever bought. No! Yeah, the camera sucks. It's from like 2004, and by the end of it, I'd gone to all this effort, 45 minutes, worth of just mucking about. It's
1: just not worth it, is it? Not worth it. It's priceless, your mental health. And in this capacity, driving around with the kids, looking for money, I feel your pain. You should have just told me you need a camera. Hubby Justin has heaps in the studio. Does he? I'm just going to throw them out. He doesn't need them. There you go.
2: Are they from 2004? (laughs) Because if they're 20 years old, and I looked at it, it doesn't even take video. I'm like, oh, it's an actual just digital camera. I'm like, Like, oh. It's the worst, isn't it? I
1: remember when um, the tooth fairy came to our house because, Mm. you know, my son lost his tooth and... The Tooth Fairy she leaves Doesn't cash, have cash and she and Tooth Fairy was very smart because what Tooth Fairy said was that Harley my son could just use money on his springy cart. Tooth oh. Fairy left a note because Harley has a springy cart and what I was like what the hells a springy card? <laughs> Google Good sprinkles. one, Tooth Fairy. Yeah, Tooth Fairy taught me lots of stuff um, mm. because, you know, Tooth Fairy now doesn't even have money and Tooth Fairy was like, ooh. But Tooth Fairy thought about it and you just tell the kids out there who lose their teeth that uh, Tooth Fairy can use a springy card or whatever. Yeah, whatever and Tooth might Fairy happen.
2: in my house couldn't break a 20. <laughs> Also. But do you use (laughs) cash? Do you still use cash? Because I want to know this because obviously the preferred payment method for most businesses these days is credit cards, you know, uh, using your ATM. But um, I I think with some people out there do cashies
1: all the time. you you can Osco. Osco is great. But then Mm. the problem is if you Osco this payment to the woman where the payment happens instantly, Mm. if you did that before you picked up the camera, I have no idea what Osco is. Yeah, it's like immediate (laughs) payment. It's just a form of, uh, it's just when you go into. Your banking, you pay someone if you Osco it, Hubby Justin taught me this. Oh. Anyway, every yeah, okay. like just find out what Spriggy Card is and Osco is. And it could have given it does the immediate money transfer, but the problem is you didn't like the camera. So mm. then you would have paid for something. She might not have given the money back.
2: Yeah. Well that's true. Yeah. Do you still use cash? 131060. Joe from Benalla do you do uh cash? Yeah, mate, all the way. Yeah, all mm-hmm. the way. Um, and why do you do so? Just so I know how much I'm spending. Mm. Like, whether I run a low cash, I can buy a steak or I have to buy noodles or, you know. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and you can absolutely keep track of it, Joe. Like, you just don't have those random 2 $3 things taken out of your account, you know, like when monthly charges or whatever happens.
2: Yeah, for sure. And i save me change, too. That
3: happens a bit.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah you got to be idea. a shrapnel in the wallet. Yeah, do a
3: shrapi.
1: <laughs> hey, you know, adds up, Joe, doesn't it? Hmm. I once found shrapnel just random crap and I had no money but I found like 20 bucks worth of coins and I went and had a, you know, a schnitty at the local Lari. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> and the importance of cash, too. If there's power outages or online scams or identity theft, you know, you're not attached to the technology, are you? Yeah, we don't
1: need the yeah, government. No. Yeah. Plenty of scams left out there.
2: And you can also dodge the tax time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> now, Aaron from Lauderdale, do you still use cash? Oh, I still use cash. Cash is absolute king. Yeah, okay. And why is that?
3: Well, if you've worked in the industry I work in, um, you'd realise that the internet is um, holding on by a hope and a prayer on the daily. Mm -hmm. Uh And it's not if, it's when we have another outage.
1: Oh, God. What what industry do you work in again, Aaron? Is it tech? Clearly, it sounds Uh, like it.
3: uh, (laughs) Telecommunications. (laughs) Everyone has
2: to function with a device in their hand. So, like, if anything goes wrong, technology-wise, it's obsolete.
3: Yeah, like, you can't get hold of it and... For the instance where you had to get stuff off marketplace if you've always got cash on you mm. you're um sort of a safety net i mean um and you can budget easily with cash like if you break a hundred dollar note you're like oh that money's getting gone mm. Mm. whereas you know you just tap your phone tap your phone tap your phone oh you know, I've just spent a thousand dollars.
2: Yeah, imagine yeah.
3: doing that with Taylor Swift tickets. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, Taylor Swift is getting a lot of my hard-earned cash. I'm, <laughs> I'm half tempted to fly to Singapore this weekend on X to an go and see her again.
1: So you do work it's... in the right industry then.
3: <laughs>
2: just you and your hand tonight, isn't it? Pink,
1: isn't it? Where about that? So, you know, we're a nice little threesome, the Dan and Christy show. There's Dan, Mm -hmm. there's Christy, there's producer Maddie. Mm -hmm. But Pink has been propositioned at her own show by somebody out in the crowd who had a sign that said, you, me, and Carrie, her husband, you, me, and Carrie, threesome. So asking Pink and her hubby to have it a threesome, which is just, you know, three people hanging out.
2: Ménage a trois. Yeah. 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 Imagine disappointing two people at once. (laughs) That would be amazing. But um, what do you say to that? Well, did, you, what did Pink say? Did oh, she go say? Oh yeah, let's go for that.
1: I'm just going to throw yeah. it out there. Yeah. I get, I get open vibes from that relationship. Do Explorer you? vibes. Yeah, they've gone through stuff. They've seen the world. Pink is, you know, hmm. the, the I'm not going to create controversy. She's hap, they're happily married now, but they've been together a long time. I mean, maybe there's scope that Do they you get might those be. Vibes? I, just I don't of, at all. I get. They've got each other. Yeah, you know hmm. what? I reckon that. I reckon that Pink would be up for some fun. Probably didn't say yes Mm -hmm. to the sign because she's not silly and she knows that if she did that, it would be broadcast everywhere. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I reckon that they're a cool couple, so you'd feel safe approaching them for that (laughs) vibe. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's some couples that you just look at and you just go, nah, you guys would never, ever, ever throw anyone else Do in that. the mix. But there's yeah, some go. couples, have you
2: ever done this? So what celebrity couples would you say would be up for the three Oh, good
1: question. <laughs> well, I mean, Sylvester Stallone. He's... <laughs> <laughs> you're good. Do you to see
2: that for him? Hey, you're <laughs> What are you guys up to? You want to keep on punching? You want to come with me? We'll get another woman. We'll have a fight about it. Um, so Sylvester Stallone, really. I can yeah, see okay. that.
3: Oh. I can see that
1: for him. And the mm. thing is this, right? So long as it's you know, you're in a consensual, happy relationship. Do whatever you yeah. want. I told you that once I got asked to move in with a couple, right? And I'll yeah. say this on air. So I was really broke at the time. And I'm glad that I didn't do this. Don't get me wrong. But they um, they said you can live rent free. You don't have to pay rent or bills and stuff like that. Um, but there would be the condition that maybe when you're comfortable on the occasion, mm. you just... Share a bed with us That's
2: amazing And I
1: was like At first I was all free rent And I thought No Christy (laughs) You're not being like No this is soliciting (laughs) And
2: it's a very dodgy business Exactly So it
1: didn't do it But you'd be surprised What's going on Mm. Out in that that world I mean we're both Happily married And Mm -hmm. in monogamous relationships But I do sometimes Just stare at people and wonder if they are a couple that might be doing things like this. Well,
2: thirteen, ten, sixty. Let's check our keys in a bowl. Well, the funny thing is about this, I saw that headline, and I actually had a threesome last night. Oh yeah? Yeah, there were two no shows, but I had a good time. <laughs> And this bloke is a Tasmanian icon. He played for the Tigers. He's an AFL triple premiership player and Jack Rewalt, And he's a champion. He joins us right now. Jack Rewalt, good morning. Good morning, guys. Thanks for having me on. Pleasure, Mate,
1: Jack. I've never seen Dan so excited to talk to somebody. This is awesome. <laughs> Mate,
2: Jack, I used to watch you when you played for Clarence back in the day. I think you kicked seven goals in the grand final, something like that. And then you just went on to have one of the most stellar careers in footy ever.
4: Yeah, no, that was a long time ago. I think you might give me a bit more credit there. i <laughs> Not seven, but uh, <laughs> No, it's uh, a long, long time ago that I played for the Clarence Footy Club, and I'm actually trying to get back there this year to play one game for them at some point as well, which is exciting. But uh, yeah, no, good to be uh, good to be on the phone with you guys today, chatting footy and chatting, uh, chatting Cascade.
2: Yeah, so Cascade celebrating 200 years, one of our favourite beers. So how do you get your 200 free beers, Jack?
4: <laughs> oh well, you've got to head to the Cascade website to find out the locations. But fundamentally, the first Friday of every month, 4 p.m. Uh, Cascade Bell will be travelling around. If you turn up at 4 pm when the bartender rings that bell uh, and you're one of the first 200 people to order a schooner of Cascade, you'll get it for free and it'll be on the uh, on the Cascade account. There'll be Cascade staff there. People will actually brew the beers will be down there as well if so you can ask about the Cascade story and enjoy hearing what Cascade is all about over a uh, nice pot of beer.
1: That's a bloody great idea, Jack.
2: You grew up in Tasmania playing sport with your family too. Your cousin Nick played. You loved footy from a very young age. What are some of your greatest memories about the grassroots time of your career?
4: Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> I caught up with the, the Cascade staff yesterday. I just had a bit of a chat to them about, about footy. My core memories are based around probably my father playing footy, actually, for the, for the Clarence Club, coaching more um, so the reserves than, than actually playing. He played 290-odd games for, for Clarence and the senior. But uh, my father, sorry, Chris... Um, uh, still has the, um, Old Cascade logo on the front of one from probably 1990, I think it was, and and you think about all those core memories, kid. If you followed the footy around, there were places, and, and really my childhood was based around a, a patch of grass in all towns around Tasmania.
1: And look how far you've come, Jack. And that's what I love. Even your Instagram bio: proud Tasmanian working on the 19th license. I mean, what mm-hmm. what an incredible thing to be a part of. What does it mean for you for Tasmania to have its own AFL team?
4: Oh, it's an extremely special time, and we're in the process now of obviously launching the club and. March 18th, which we're just starting to, to sort of creep up to, and, and we're putting that all together, which, which is exciting, but even what I've done so far, and, and what we've done so far as an organisation, in a small frame of time, is trying to embed ourselves in the community, and um, we're, we're on record to say we want to be the biggest community sporting organisation in the world, and there's no better way than finding out what the community wants by getting your hands dirty and, and asking people the question about how they want to be represented.
2: And speaking of the people, I know the people, Jack well want one thing and one thing only, and that's for the Tasman team to be called the Turbo Chooks. So, in the club's design and name, any rumours to the fact that that will be true when it is announced
4: in March? Yeah, look, I think there's probably a dozen names that uh, were throwing up, and the Turbo Chooks is definitely one of those, and <coughs> had a strong representation. I, I would support the Tasmanian team, whatever it's called. Funnily enough, I was actually I'm quite privy to all the data. I sat here uh, at my house uh, on a Friday night and went through all the 6,000 entries that mm. the creative process and the creative juices that so we are flowing at a rapid rate. We're harnessing all that energy and harnessing all those amazing traits that Tasmanians exude and we exude to, to build our club not the AFL way, but the Tasmanian way.
2: Well, you're an absolute thanks, legend Jack. of Richmond, one of the most beloved and prolific players, and we can't wait to see what you're doing outside the field of two, and uh, go check out Jack Rewalt's The Bright Side, the book to an AFL champion story. He's a legend. Jack Riewoldt, thanks for joining us this morning on the Dan and Christie Show. Appreciate you having me, guys. <laughs> Okay, here we Putes go. It's
0: Dan and Christy. You can't
2: handle the truth. Well, we love Wednesdays and we love fun facts. So I've got some fun facts for you, Christy, ah, just to you blow your fact, feeble man. mind. I
1: love. I like this segment. Mm, we're you cracking a fact.
2: <laughs> I did all the work today. Did you know that mammoths still walked the earth when the Great Pyramids were being built? Isn't that a fun fact?
1: They Did they? Yes. I thought they were all like... Ice agey and well, well they, are they are ice agey, the yeah, but they were around yeah, at the same time. Go. So,
2: um, yeah, pharaohs were hunting mammoths uh, in some depictions, and Cleopatra is actually closer to the history to present day than she was when the Great Pyramids were being built. Too, there's a fun fact. But yeah, as uh, far as five thousand years ago, the Great Pyramid of Giza was being built, but um, DNA was saying that woolly mammoths were roaming in the far reaches of the northern parts of Canada at Just the same time.
1: Another fun fact for mm. you, my auntie Cheryl. Auntie Cheryl, um, she. Picked she, had, uh, she told me she was adamant that Cleopatra mm. arrived in was her room. Was coming at you? At, <laughs> she woke up from a dream and she said Cleopatra turned up was hanging over her in the room. <laughs> what? And she, yeah, it's like was a Auntie fool Cheryl. Thing.
2: Yeah, okay. Well, Did she Auntie have Cheryl's sca-
1: exactly like me. Yeah, okay. So, what do you think?
2: Did she have scarabs on a sphinx? <laughs> Maybe she was on her pyramid. <laughs> uh, but dinosaurs, uh, here's a fun one. Uh, dinosaurs walked the planet for over 160 million years, and humans, on the generous side, have only been here for 2 million years.
1: Well, there you go, Ross Geller. That's there you a go. cool, fun fact. Well, it is a fun fact. I Dino, like those. But
2: I love how like um, we think we're invincible as humans, but we're not as good as a Stegosaurus. I know. Yeah.
1: I honestly, all jokes aside, anything to do with dinosaurs, <laughs> paleontology, I actually really do like it. <laughs> and um, even my kids do. Any film about dinosaurs, obviously Jurassic Park or The Land Before Time. Like, they are lovely stories. It's fascinating what you think about. I mean, even when I was a kid and played Power Rangers and I was the pink Power Ranger and I turned into a pterodactyl, I still remember how powerful that made me feel and, like, the respect that I had for the dinosaurs. I can't
2: believe you turned into a prehistoric creature (laughs) 165 million years ago, but that's pretty good. I like a Diplodocus too. Yeah, Littlefoot. He's one of the best. And T Rex. And T Rex actually live closer to the modern day than the time of the Stegosaurus, too, 150 million years ago in the Cretaceous period.
1: There you go.
2: Yeah. I so love this they big weren't fact even best friends. Um, and this is a fun fact, and this is going to play with your head a okay. lot. All right. Did you know that your brain sags when you're dehydrated? So it freaks me out and I'm going to start drinking water now, but mm. because your brain is made of 80% water, your brain t- tissue actually shrinks in size, so that can actually impact your overall feel and bodily functions if you don't drink water, which I don't do every you day. You
1: don't drink enough water. You're mm. like my husband, Justin. Like, you need to drink more water, and yeah, I c- will completely pay that fact. The second mm. you have a drink of water, helps with a headache, it helps with your True. focus. You can just see clearly. It's so important for your brain to be hydrated. There like. you
2: go. So water is like lube for the body. <laughs> so use it. <laughs> Christy. It's back for 2024. The star-studded cast of celebrities have been unveiled for the 2024 season. Coming soon to Channel 7 and 7 Plus And the Latino dancer superstar, Lily Cornish, joins us to talk about her time with Hayden Quinn, the chef, which has just been announced. And she joins us. Lily, good morning.
0: Good morning,
2: guys. I love the Latino dancer. I love that entry. <laughs> <laughs> Latino heat. Mamacita. <laughs> uh, but is that what you would describe yourself as being, Lily?
0: Oh, I'll take that. I'll definitely <laughs> run this Latino dancer.
1: <laughs> just say anything, Lily. Lily, you're amazing. I hope you don't mind me saying it. You're such a gorgeous, amazing babe of a woman, but you are dripping with talent. Oh my God. I was re-watching one of the old dances that you did with Grant Daniel, and you guys yeah. are just burning up the floor, and you choreograph this dance, don't you? Yeah, I do. It's one of my favourite parts of the show, actually, doing the choreography,
0: because we get given the costumes and the lighting and stuff, and then we get to choose what to and I, that's one of my favourite parts
2: of it. Do you get the dancing sillies at times? Because I imagine with a guy like Grant Denya, you get to the point where you just stop doing what you were doing and just go on some tangents and just have a few laughs, that kind of thing? Oh,
0: absolutely. But like, half of the rehearsals, is just laughing, And also, it's so funny watching this sound so bad, but it's so funny watching someone try and dance. (laughs) Because we've had to (laughs) dance before. So they're constantly doing the most random, weird little moves and adding their own flair into it. Um, So the rehearsal's definitely filled with lots of laughs.
1: But how's this going with your current partner on the show, with Hayden Quinn? I used to have a crush on him, like... 10 years ago, when I saw him on MasterChef, maybe 15. Like, he's been around for a long time. He was like the yeah. surfy babe that could also cook. I was like, there's a hot man and he can cook. So, I'm not surprised that he's gone into <laughs> this so well. Can he dance? Um. Again? <laughs> he,
0: <laughs> we are working so hard. Obviously, the show is pre-recorded, so we've only done one dance so far. And he, his improvement from day one to now is incredible. He's never done any performing before. So we're working on facial expressions at the moment, and it is hilarious. Um, <laughs> I've, like, had emotions for him into the dance. Sometimes he pulls them out at the wrong point. I'm like, no. So it's quite funny if you just imagine an Aussie bloke trying to dance. But fingers across the pit, going in the competition.
2: Well, hopefully you do win the mirror ball again. You did win a couple of years ago with Grant Denyer. but who is your biggest competition? Because we know we've got four-time gold Logie winning actress Lisa McCune out there too, <laughs> that I could imagine Lisa could dance too.
0: Oh, yeah. she She's just been incredible. Um, another one that's quite a standout is Crawford. He just absolutely owns the crowd and the floor when he did his dance, so I think we have to watch out for him. To be honest, the competition this year is so, so tough. Um, another standout for me was Samantha
1: J. He did
0: such a great job as well.
1: Yeah, of course. And being so, like, she is a performer. She's an amazing singer. Mm-hmm. She was great as Kylie Minogue when she played Kylie. So, no doubt she'd be um, one to look out for. But, Lily, what's the thing that you love most about working or dancing with the stars?
0: I definitely think it's the relationship you build with everyone. It is such a weird concept to meet someone that you've never met before and then all of a sudden you're spending eight hours a day with the person in this really stressful environment, kind of telling them off all day no, that's not right. No, that's not right. And you've just built this really interesting relationship where the person has to be so vulnerable and so open with you. And then you also get to meet all the other contestants. So it would really be the journey that your star gets to have and everyone you get to meet on the show. I love that part of it.
1: Just want to know, Lily, for any kids out there listening, young girls, young boys that want to get into dancing, but, you know, there might be that person that says, no, you can't be a dancer. You could never have a career as a dancer. And those people out there that just. The the no voices, yet this is such an amazing profession and the kids out there want to follow it. Any tips that you might have for any kids out there listening who want to be just like you? Oh... It is so
0: possible if you believe in it. I never thought that dance could be a career for me. But I worked re- really hard, you know, growing up with all my competitions and I was very lucky enough to have my stepdad, Anthony Palmer, as my coach. And then I was so lucky. I never thought that I'd be asked to go on Burn the Floor or Dancing with the Stars or anything like this. And it all just paid off from all the hard work. So I think if you work hard enough and you believe in yourself, anything can happen.
2: You'll be shaking your groove, thing on the dance floor with Dancing with the stars coming to Channel 7 and 7 Plus 2. What an exciting lineup of stars we can't wait to see you. Latino stylings, Lily Cornish, you are a superstar. Viva La russa, as they say. Best of luck. Chookers out there and good luck with Hayden Quinn and we can't wait to see you on our TV screens. Awesome. Thanks so much for having me, guys.
0: and Christy
1: Let the games begin. Dan and Christy, goals or gals? We want to know from you, a
2: nice weekend away with your besties, what would you do and where would you go? For up to $3,000, so we're giving it away, playing goals or gals, so I'm thinking on a beach escape, maybe sandy shores, soaking up the sun, enjoying water activities like swimming and surfing. Okay, you know? such a surfer. <laughs> it. Me too, my brown skin's shining in the sun, <laughs> my hair combed back, my sunglasses on, baby. <laughs> and this is what we want to do with you. Uh, we wanted to either a footy adventure, maybe with the mates, that's what I'd do, or well, you'd have a getaway with your besties, wouldn't you?
1: I actually would love to have a weekend away with my beautiful husband. Like, just hubby mm. Justin and I. No offence to the kids. Love the kids so much. But it's not the same. Mm. You're just you're just parenting somewhere else, you know? I would love like, to
2: do that with your husband, too. <laughs> just a mountain retreat, him and I. Cowboy oh, yeah. hats. How hot's that? chaps. <laughs> <laughs> just a nice little soundtrack.
1: Jesus Christ. Kenny Rogers, I can't unsee that. You mm. and Hubby Justin in a nice wood cabin. In a nice cabin. cabin.
2: <laughs> yep. We both got wood. <laughs> uh but thirty ten sixty Brittany from Signet, how are you going?
1: Hi. How are you hey. going
2: Brittany? Now would you like a weekend away? What would you do? Oh, I
1: would really like to take my partner to go mini golfing to a band. We've been going through a bit of a tough time and I just want to do something fun. Oh Aww. right, yeah,
2: mini golf is great.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's one of my favourite past <laughs> He'd love that, Brit. Um, So, well, look, we hate to hear that you've gone through a tough time, hon, and we want to put a smile on your face. So, we'll play a little game with you. We're going to ask you a question. If you get it right, you'll be on the shortlist, okay? Yep. All right,
2: Brittany, is this a fashion label or a footy player? Alexander McQueen.
1: That's a fashion
2: label. It is a fashion yes, label. It nice, is, done, Brittany. Wait, that's yeah. how you do it. Um, it's so easy, and we'd love to, uh, you know, give you the chance to go away with your partner and have a nice time playing a bit of putt-putt.
1: Yes, that's right. Putt-putt sounds fun and puts a smile on your face, and you are yes. in the running. Congratulations on the short
4: news. Oh, thank you so much, guys. Have a good day. Cheers. And Christy.
2: Have you seen The Last of Us? If you
0: don't there's hope for the world,
2: what bother going on? Oh no, you haven't seen the world. They're coming for us. It's a you fungus. Don't know. It's called Cordyceps. It's violent zombie like creatures that are taking over the world. Post apocalyptic 2023. Watch out, everyone. Um, but thank God we got through it. What a beautiful show it was. I loved The Last of Us.
1: It was incredible. Mm. You watched it before me, and I remember you were talking about it a lot at work mm. and, and on air. And I said, you know, I've got to watch The Last of Us because I wasn't really across the video games and stuff like that. And I watched The Mm -hmm. Last of Us and it starred Pedro Pascal, that awesome actor, Mm -hmm. also on Narcos, uh, you know, a couple of years ago. And I just fell in love with it. But especially Mm -hmm. when this beautiful episode came on and completely took me by surprise, I did not expect it whatsoever. Um, And then it just turned into not only one of the best series I've seen in terms of its acting and performance, but one of the, like, most loving, touching, beautiful love stories that I've ever seen on screen ever.
4: And
2: this is what happened. So Nick Offerman. So you may know him from Parks and Recreation, the mustached guy. What a beautiful caterpillar he had on under his top lip. Uh, but he wrote a song Just about the it. Last of us. <laughs> um, um, So he's he's got these award speeches. They're the Independent Spirits Awards so he got up to uh, get his best supporting performance in The Last of Us because there was a lot of critics at the time because episode three, it was one of my favourite stories on the HBO series and it's kind of like Bill and his partner Frank, they fall in love. They're amongst the survivals of this fungal brain infection and so they fall in love and it is the most heartbreaking and most poignant thing you'll ever see in your life and it's like it shows love And, and this is what he said at the speech awards, and he summed it up perfectly. I'm
3: astonished to be in this category, which is bananas. Congrats to all of you. Uh, this is crazy. Um, thanks to HBO for having the guts to participate in this storytelling tradition that when homophobic hate comes my way and says, Why did you have to make it a gay story? We say, Because you ask questions like that, it's not a gay story, it's a love story. You, you ask. Yes. Um. Here, here. For those
2: of you at the back, yeah. did you hear what Nick Offerman just said? Love is love. And a what louder. a great character. And if you haven't watched it, do yourself a favour. Especially that episode alone. It is one of the most beautiful endings and, uh, you know, it was a well-made show and that like, deserves an award for it because I sobbed. I was I was a grown man just sobbing in the, in the lounge room and Jane just walks in, just sees me just crying my eyes out and I'm like, you need to watch this.
1: I'm so mm. glad you say that on air so freely too because you know what? You, you do need to watch this. If you haven't seen The Last of Us, check it out but you'll you'll know exactly which episode we're talking about. I love that Nick Offerman, the character who, he's mm-hmm. a comedian, you know, he he's in Where the Millers, I don't know if you've seen that either but he plays like this straight-laced um, sheriff, you know, he's so funny yeah. he's so different to what he is in The Last of Us, where you just see this beautiful love story between two men who don't expect to fall in love, but they do and they have this beautiful, happy life together, and mm. that's just what love is, it's just a normal, everyday thing and sometimes we're lucky to find it If you find it, if you find it with a man, if you find it with a woman, whoever you find it Mm. with, love is love and nothing takes that away, you know. And Nick Offerman is right. We shouldn't have to have um, specificity about how it's, you know, two men and it's such a big deal because it's not a big deal. It's just love. And if you can find it, hold on to it. Don't care what people say to you. Don't let, you know, people make you feel bad about it. My my sister Lily is gay. She is with her beautiful partner, Maya, and I adore those girls. And they are one of the happiest couples I've ever met in my life. And I remember when my little sister and I went to go and get a cup of coffee and the person who was serving us, who had always smiled at Lily, realized that Lily was gay she stopped smiling at my sister and it was one of the most sorry it was <clears throat> one of the worst moments of my life and it <clears throat> ripped my heart out to see someone that i loved so much be <clears throat> treated so badly by society for being in love with somebody incredible. so yeah.
2: and she's a beautiful person. She is. And, and, and this is what I hate about life, all these homophobes, all the bigots out there that just, you know, make it their purpose to make someone else's day worse and ruined. And this is why you need these stories. And like you said, it's not a gay story, it's a love story. So, and we celebrate love. So uh, 100%, we're always on your side. We're allies of the LGBTQI plus community about you. It's Pink. We're doing Pink in Sync on 131060, aligning the two tempos of two tracks, mixing up Pink with another artist, and to get you on the standby list for the three-time Grammy Award-winning singer-performer and international pop icon Pink, grab your tickets from LiveNation.com or listen to Dan and Christy. Win them with six...
1: us! That's right, yep. So we gave them away last week on the show and we're doing it again this week because we found some more tickets for you because we love you and I we want you to where? see Pink. It'd be, it'd be absolutely amazing. Um, mm. You know, Dan and I actually can't even take the tickets, we want them for you. Mm. So we've been doing this all week. Again, we put you on the standby list, and then if you get the correct answer to one of our questions, the pink and sink mashup, mm-hmm. we will award the winner on the show this Friday. We yes. could be giving you a call.
2: Oh imagine that. It'd be a life-changing moment. Well, here's the mashup. Have a listen to this. DJ Dansky on the deck. Just creating excitement with my bass, my energy. So you gotta figure out who is underneath that. I'll tell you what, they've got some celebrity skin. And I'll tell you what, they like going to Malibu occasionally oh. and going surfing. Miley is Cyrus. That... <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> uh, them two together, Pink and Miley. Ooh, that'd be nice. Maybe it is Miley. Maybe. 131060, Pink in sync. Jared from Pyramid Hill. How are you going? Yeah, good, mate. Good. Uh, very good. Do you want to see Pink live in concert? Yeah, seen her once before. She was awesome. I'd love to take the missus to it again.
1: Oh, you'll be hubby of the year, Jared.
2: Yeah. Already are.
1: <laughs> we love you, Jared. Sexy boy.
2: <laughs> All right, Jared. So what artists are we mashing up pink with? I reckon it's Nirvana. Oh, you're very close. You are so very close. Someone that dated hated. someone from Nirvana. <laughs> so unfortunately, Jared, you oh, don't get the biscuit system. Try
3: <laughs>
2: Hannah from Goodwood, good morning to you. Would you love to see Pink? Hi.
1: Oh, I would love to see Pink. Yeah. yeah, who would you take along with your hunt? Uh, I would either have to take
0: my partner or choose between my two kids. We'll see who's the best out of all of them. <laughs>
2: yeah. I love choosing your favourite.
1: <laughs> who annoys you the Isabel, least on the day?
2: Isabel, every time. Yep. Sucked in Maddie. Uh, no. <laughs> no, I love Maddie too, but yeah, she's a pain. Anyway, uh, Hannah, what were the two artists we were putting together then?
0: Is it Pink and Christina?
2: Ooh, no, no not Christina. Oh,
1: sorry, Very good guess Hannah. though, Hannah.
2: Keep on trying, and uh, we'll do it again tomorrow, but uh, thanks for playing today.
1: <gasps> Kirsty Vendigo, Bendigo, good morning, hon. Would you love to see Pink? Of course I would. Massive fan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What do you love the most about her? Um, I love that she's just very genuine, and what you see is what you get. Yeah. And she loves what she does.
2: No, she certainly does, and I've been watching the videos and just living vicariously through my friends and getting a little bit jealous watching Pink in the concert at the Summer Carnival Tour. Well, what two artists have we put together?
3: Uh, So you've put Pink and Hole. Yes! Yes!
2: Yes, nicely done.
3: <laughs>
2: Courtney <in> Love has. <laughs> uh Kurt Cobain's ex, X, of course, whole were uh, an awesome grunge band of the 90s, but uh congratulations, you're on the standby list! Perfect, thank you very much. One, for a limited
0: time only, get any size soft drink for just one dollar at Maccas. That was the Dan and Christy podcast. Dan and Christy.